Hello Leo, welcome to Cancer season. Cancer, of course, is a sign that comes before Leo. So as we move into this season, we are moving into a time of year when the Leo sensibility naturally begins to turn inward in some ways. And there's a quality of self-reflection that even if you're not a Leo sun, uh, is similar to the closure of a year cycle, a solar cycle. This is a period of reflection upon the previous year's development or a kind of catching up with yourself, uh, an internal check-in, if you will. How are you doing? Where are you? Where have you been? Where are you coming from? And where are you going? This reflective quality is increased this year with what's happening in Leo. And over the course of the last couple of weeks, the planet Mars has entered your sign, and so has Venus. And as we move into Cancer season, Venus is entering what some astrologers um, have termed the retro shade phase. And you might also know this as the shadow period of a retrograde this is when a planet is moving direct over the area of sky that it will retrograde back to. And this year in 2023, Venus is retrograde in the sign Leo between the degrees of 12 and 28 degrees of Leo. That's a pretty big chunk of the sign, about half of it. And you, as a Leo identified person, are definitely going to be feeling this retrograde. And if you have planets or points between 12 and 28 degrees, you definitely want to take note of them because they'll be receiving uh, aspects from Venus's retrograde. And certainly if your placements are at or very close to the, the degrees of 12 or 28, then you really want to take note of those because those are placements that are going to be um, very profoundly influenced by this retrograde and the station's uh, that Venus will be making the station retrograde itself, which actually happens on the first day of Leo season, July 22nd, and then the station direct, which will happen um, later in September. I believe it's uh, September 16th that Venus stations direct. Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong date. Um, September 4th. Sorry, I have a map with very small... Um, numbers that I'm trying to look at. So Venus retrograde is going to be a major theme um, over the course of the next many months. I'm going to certainly be talking about this next month in Leo season uh, when the sun, your, your ruling luminary, is going to be there with Venus and Venus will be in its retrograde. But over the course of Cancer season, Venus is in the retro shade and in some ways, we can approach this chapter of the retrograde cycle as a preparatory chapter and also as a uh, chapter of premonition, a kind of foreshadowing, foreshadowing of what some of the um, Venus retrograde themes are going to be about. Before I get into that, I do also want to encourage you to think backwards eight years. Venus retrogrades in the same or similar place in the sky every eight years. And so if you think back to 2015, June and July of 2015, uh, June, July, August, that was the last time Venus was retrograde in Leo. And as you reflect back on that period of time, you may consider themes that have a lot to do with your self-esteem, your notion of your own 
worth, your value, your attractiveness, um, how you move out into the world and, and what you are moving out with. And so when we think about notions of inherent worth and value, there are questions of self-esteem here. And then, um, you know, either a, a capacity to really move from one's own inner sense of confidence and integrity or integration of one's mind, heart, body, spirit, or we have compensatory patterns and, um, you know, <laughs> who amongst us has not compensated for some kind of feelings of, of lack or lack of self-worth. And compensatory patterns uh, certainly manifest in relationships and in our relationships to our bodies and ourselves. So as you think back to the last eight years, think also specifically to that time in 2015 and any events or experiences that may have arisen around then. And what now uh, is ready for a second look, a deeper dive, or some kind of process of healing and integration lessons or provocations that may have come through around that time um, have, have probably integrated within you at this point to some degree. And by bringing deeper consciousness into those lessons, you can use this upcoming phase uh, with greater efficacy for your own healing, happiness, resolution, integration, etc. Um, so Venus retrograde as a cycle is a cycle that can assist us in clarifying um, our heart energy. And our heart energy has everything to do with Leo. Uh, Leo is a sign that rules the heart and Venus as an energy that is deeply relational and has a lot to do with our feelings of satisfaction and pleasure and safety and security. And also how we move out into the relational world, our capacities for giving and receiving. Um, again, patterns around compensation, self-worth, insecurity, etc. And during a Venus retrograde cycle, um, when conflict or messiness <laughs> emerges in the realm of uh, relationships, self-worth, values, money, security, things like that, we really want to take note because often what is emerging through conflict or through some kind of... Um, crisis point or breakdown or a, a sense of inner struggle. And even more subtly than that, we can uh, notice periods where we might not feel um, the same as we used to. And so there might be a need to introspect or reflect or kind of withdraw from ways that uh, we have been historically. Um, this is all in an effort to help you see where there is obscuration of your heart light. <laughs> so your heart light, and, and this is very much, uh, you know, speaking to Venus in Leo, your heart light has to do with your courage and capacity and sense of um, both willingness and safety within your conditions to express yourself authentically. And then there's a refinement in, in the area of what is authentic, you know, what is truly coming from your heart as opposed to what is coming from aspects of your mind or your ego that may be obscuring the nature of your true desire, uh, your, your relational authenticity or honesty or something like that. 
All right, so when we enter into cancer season with the solstice on June 21st, we are entering into Venus's retro shade. And the first week or so of cancer season um, really has quite a lot of activity in it. It feels like there is a busyness in the collective sphere that is about ushering in new kinds of energy and new kinds of experiences. In your chart, the feeling that I'm getting is a new awareness of yourself, actually, and who you are able to be when you are really listening to and connecting with your sense of self. And one of the messages that I'm getting for Leo right now is that it is so important to um, discern how you feel towards yourself in relationship to the ways that you might project upon others and project your perceptions of how others feel about you. There is an immensity of self-awareness within the Leo archetype that has to do with visibility and with the the inner body experience and sensation of being a person who other people regard. And whether it's just the regard of another person or whether it's the regard of an audience or many people or a kind of mysterious other, you know, that's out there. It's like we're all, well, I don't know about you. I certainly imagine a lot like how I am to, you know, I don't know, people out there on the internet listening to my voice, you know, you might have some kind of similar um, situation in your life where there's an awareness of how you're coming across, but you might not necessarily have specifics around who you're coming across to. And in the feedback loop between how you experience yourself and how you project or imagine that others experience you a whole lot of stuff can get mixed up in there, right? So we have uh, like cultural and familial narratives and ideals and patterning and trauma. We've got the content of our own biography. We've got things that kids said to us, you know, back in elementary school and uh, as teenagers, it's like there's a lot of very deep impressions that get set into the psyche as young people when we're beginning to learn how to be social in the world and kind of starting to put ourselves out there in our early years and early adolescent years that make very, very, very deep impressions on the psychology around um you know, whether or not we fit in, can be accepted, are going to be loved, seen for who we are, and then how we need to mold and shape ourselves into what we perceive that other people want. And Leo, as an energy that resonates with the heart and the spine and the central axis, and for you as a person who is Leo identified, um, a, a core need in your life is to be able to express yourself authentically and to be seen and recognized and witnessed and also um, appreciated, you know, for what your authentic nature really is. And the need for Leo is not necessarily to be on stage receiving adulation and like a lot of applause, but there is a very distinct need for Leo to be seen and witnessed and appreciated and acceptance for their authenticity 
And there is a very deep need for Leo to be able to be authentic and to clarify in their own psychology what is authentic versus what is performative. So as we move into cancer season, my feeling for you is that your self-awareness is blossoming in some very new and different ways right now. You have been through some things over the last decade and a half that have seen you struggling, I want to say, and struggling through the um, layers of conditioning of material reality and survival and capitalism and proving oneself and making your way in the world and taking care of your body and being a human being. It's like you've been through a lot that has brought you to a place where some kind of message is now coming through to you that if you are not authentic and honest about who you are, then you will have to bear the consequences of that in the material and the relational world. And those consequences will be devastating to your life essence. They will thwart your life essence. So if you know, you know, that, that you are a particular kind of person and you need a particular kind of job, let's say, but you uh, have been conditioned by family narratives that that kind of job is, you know, not acceptable for your kind of person and therefore you must work another kind of job. And let's say, for example, you've also married a person who agrees with the family narrative and so you don't have relational support to move in the direction of what you know your occupation needs to be. And let's say you, you know it intuitively that you don't like the thing you're doing, but you're too, you're too scared to make the choice. There's too much at risk. And so you choose to fake it. You know, okay, I'll just stay here a little longer. That is going to have a thwarting effect on your happiness which will then have a diminishing effect in your relationships, right? Resentment will creep in towards your spouse who is not supporting you. And it will become divisive in the layers of familial intimacy or further divisive because it probably already is. And that kind of thwarting will then uh, mutate within the central axis and heart, of your body and your energy body, right? Producing um, a kind of sense of inner dissatisfaction and insecurity and deeper layers of resentment or feelings of loss that will have an impact on your health, that will have an impact on, you know, your relationships beyond your, your family and, and your spouse, right? It's going to have a kind of negating influence in so many different directions. Now, on the other hand, if you are in a moment of your life right now where you are recognizing intuitively, this is something that I want to need. This is who I am. I need to align my life so that I can be more of who I am. And you are willing to take the create courageous step. You are willing to risk the possible relationship losses or the exposures, right? The feelings of I'm not prepared. I don't know how to do this. I'm not good enough for it. Maybe there's other kinds of insecurity there. If you're willing to lean into the discomfort of what your intuition is pointing you towards right now, I want to say that there is great benefit potential for you. 
And so as we move into the first week of cancer season, there is a huge thrust energetically in your chart that is saying, listen to your intuition. Listen to who you know that you are. And who you are is not a fixed form. We don't require you to know who you're going to be the day that you die. But there are some fundamental aspects of your beingness and the necessity that you have to live life in a way that is authentic for you, that allows you to give your true gifts, which will then allow you to relate with others in ways that are more balanced and harmonious, where you can receive for the gifts that you give and you can give and, ex and expect to receive in turn, right? There's there's a deeper uh, support for reciprocity, but only if you are willing to take this risk of listening to the truth that is emerging for you now. And this is a truth, my sense for Leo beings, that <sighs> it feels tender. I'll say that. It feels like a tender truth and it feels like you might, some of you might need to be admitting to ways of being or desires or things that you have been or want to be or something like that, that it's like there's fear there. There are many layers of emotional uh, hesitation, you know, again, going back to compensation patterns, it's like you might know this about yourself, but there are other things going on in your chart that tell me that you're, you've been willing a million times to bury it. You know, that there might be codependencies or feelings of fragility um, that in the past have literally been about survival. And maybe to some extent, they even feels like that now. It could be survival of a particular aspect of your life or a particular relationship. And in, if you're going to be honest then that is going to be exposed. Not easy, not easy stuff at all. Now, lucky for you, you've got the planets and the stars working with you. And so the first week of Leo season brings this incredible kind of thrust that's like, bitch, listen to your intuition. <laughs> you cannot ignore who you are. And you are naturally activated right now to move in the direction of your own sovereignty. The first two weeks of cancer season, you are naturally activated to move in the direction of your own sovereignty. Now, I do want to say that there are some dangers here, and the dangers are erratic, unpredictable behavior uh, that, that you are compelled towards because you have not been preparing for them. And especially as we move out of June and into July, there's a kind of heightening of this possibility. There's a wobbliness in your energy. And the feeling that I'm getting in my body is I cannot lie. I cannot tell a lie at this time. The, the influence of your emotional intuitive body is incredibly strong. Last couple of days of June, moving into July, we're heading towards a full moon on July 3rd. You are naturally activated. You have to be authentic. And if you have not been preparing for this by listening to yourself, by working through the layers of insecurity and self-doubt and what if, uh, by loving yourself, my friend, by like 
filling your heart and your spine with love and acceptance for who you are and how you are. If you have not been preparing by having preliminary conversations with the important people in your life who may be affected by whatever this is that's going on, then there, there's a higher propensity for erratic and unpredictable behavior that may be kind of like an outburst or maybe a kind of uh, experience that you have. It seems to come out of nowhere. It could be a body state. It's like something overwhelms you and then you cannot lie and then it's out there. So I really would love to encourage you as we move into cancer season to spend some time every day in meditation and in meditation to work through your central channel. So your central channel uh, in many esoteric energy medicine traditions is kind of like a, a pillar of energy that runs through the central part of the body. It includes the spine, but it also includes the area in front of the spine. And this place in the body um, is said to house the spirit. And on a physiological or anatomical level, of course, this is your central nervous system, your brain and your spinal cord. And your vitality emanates from this place. Your heart as an organ is your ruling organ as a Leo-identified person. And Leo beings really need to care for their hearts. And one of the ways that you can care for your heart most effectively and deeply is to love yourself. Loving yourself at a time of fear is incredibly important. Loving yourself at a time when you are trying to take a courageous step into the unknown is incredibly important. I want to encourage you um, throughout cancer season and over the course of the next many months as you work with Venus retrograde through October of this year, to try and um, notice, you know, when you're having feelings about things, sometimes depending on how many water placements you have in your chart, it can be incredibly challenging for Leo and fire people to feel their feelings. Um, and when you feel a feeling about something, can you just meet it? So for example, if you're having an intuition right now that, okay, I need, I need to be this particular way. I need to ask for this thing. I need to make this kind of move. Ask yourself, how does that feel? How does that feel? What's that feel like? Get out of your head about it and into your body. And then find the place in your body where that feeling is resonating and love, love yourself there. And if you can love your heart, it would be such medicine for you right now. And because Leo is particularly associated with childhood and adolescence, I also want to encourage you to get some pictures out of your little self, um, maybe around between three and five or six years old, and maybe another picture around like 12, 13, 14 years old. Keep those pictures around and love you then. Sometimes it can be easier to love ourselves as children um, than loving ourselves in the present. And so if you find that, if you're like in a thing and you're like, you know, you've got a lot of criticism about who you are now, notice that. Notice how it feels. Notice where it registers in your central channel. And then look at a picture of you as a little one. Compassion for that being. That being still lives inside of you. Love them. And let that essence of, you know, sometimes it's like we can love our pets or we can like love babies or we can love plants in a way that is 
<laughs> not always possible to love ourselves, certainly, and other adults maybe. It's like, can you bring that, the, the kind of pure, unconditional love, the love for innocence, the love for, for natural expression and beingness into your body and direct it into your heart and direct it into your spine? And from that place, contemplate what it is that you are trying to do and how it is that you are trying to be. And try and extend that energy towards yourself in those circumstances and situations. That will help you regulate your own energy. It'll help ground you in your sovereignty and in your empowerment. So that as we shift um, energetically, as we are doing right now, and, and certainly as we move into July, you're more supported uh, to, to enact what you need to enact um, in ways that are smooth, smoother, and more caring for yourself and others. As we move into that full moon on July 3rd, it's like you just have to melt, you know, the ways of being that don't serve you anymore have to shed and you are just really letting go of a lot. And it is so helpful for you at this time to have a practice of loving yourself that will help you let go of what doesn't serve you. On July 2nd, which is the day before the full moon, um, Embodied Astrology is hosting uh, the first of our Cancer Season workshops. We have two this month um, corresponding with the Lunations. And on July 2nd, we're working with Bridget Hickey, who is a poet and an artist and a healer and a person who deeply, deeply walks with spirit. And in their workshop, Architectures of Protection, Bridget's going to invite us to feel into our invisible intimacies and the connections that we have to support in the liminal and uh, more than human realms, as well as in our own deep energetic bodies and in the structures of containment and protection that we hold for ourselves and that our spirit guides help hold for us. This would be a medicine, uh, medicinal uh, application of a workshop for you, Leo. Um, it's coming at a time in the season when it is so incredibly important for you to feel that you are supported in the uh, kind of, I want to say like the cosmic and the universal realms and in the spiritual realms. It's so important for you at this time to feel a connection with your highest self and your own dignity so that you can make these steps that you're trying to make. Um, if you can't attend the live time, you can always get the recording. Um, if the workshop doesn't appeal to you for whatever reason, please sit with your own guidance around this full moon. Um, in the ways that you enact your life and move towards the day-to-day, it feels to me that you really want to be an avatar for your spirit, right? For your sense of highest self. That this is a period of time in which you want to be embodying what your dreams are for your beingness. You want to move out and away from formulaic prescriptive behavior. You want to free yourself from confines that have imprisoned you. You want to push past uh, insecurities that are keeping you small. And I mean this on practical, tangible levels. I mean this on relational levels. I mean this about your body and your health. I mean this about how you dress and present yourself. I mean this about how you put yourself out in the world and your career or whatever ways you're putting yourself out there. And in order to have the kind of confidence that I think you want to have, you need to have like your spiritual allies with you. So, so please make effort to connect with them around the full moon. 
and come be with us and, and with Bridget. It's so helpful to have somebody hold a container and give guidance in times like that. The week following the full moon continues with this theme of melting, and it feels like this is a very deep and intuitive time for you. It's a period of time in which a lot is shedding. You're going to be waking up day <laughs> every day being like, okay, who am I today? Okay, what did I let go of yesterday? Um, the people in your life at this time may be a little bit confused as to like, well, who are you and who are you becoming? And so during this time, it's also really helpful for you to try and communicate from a place of deep intuition and feeling. That means getting out of your mind and into your body and into your heart space. It's also so appropriate at this time for you to take a pause. And if people are like knocking at your door being like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? How are you changing? What's going on? Be like, I don't know. <laughs> I need a retreat. You know, like I'm, I'm deep in it right now. And so if you feel emotionally overwhelmed at this time or just saturated, please give yourself a break. Take some time off. Get plenty of sleep. Drink lots of water. Your body needs to uh, clear out and you want support for that kind of clarification process. If you give yourself that kind of support, then what you have is a lot of access to your own spirit and your intuition uh, during this time. So please um, make that space. Now, as we get into the last week and a half or so of Leo season, pretty much, excuse me, from of cancer season, moving towards Leo season, uh, from about the 11th of July forward, now we have a lot of activation in the Leo chart, like even more coming in. Now you're really ready for some conversations. Um, up until about July 10th or 11th, I think a lot of you are sorting through a lot of things. It's like you're trying to feel into this new kind of intuition. But as we get into mid-July, you're ready to, you, it's like, it's coming out now. You're ready to articulate it. You're ready to take action. And this is a period of time in which you need to invest in giving yourself what you need and what you want. Um, this is a period of time that deeply supports clarification of your own process, continuing with the shedding that's been happening um, throughout the season until now, which I think has been largely emotional and energetic. As we move into uh, middle of July, it becomes a very tangible and practical in some ways. You need to let go of clutter in your physical space, in your workspace, in your home space. You want to clear out space for you to fill it up with this new version of who you are and are becoming. Um, as we move towards the new moon on July 17th, emotions are high in the collective sphere and they are really high in your chart. Big emotional waves for some of you, especially the Leo risings out there. Please care for yourself exquisitely around this time. You need a lot of rest. You need alone time. You need lots of water. You need to be careful with altering substances and use them with discernment and discrimination. I would say you want to use them medicinally and ritualistically if that is something that you are doing. You are also much more environmentally sensitive around this time. And so it's very helpful for you to do things that can help cleanse any environmental toxins that you might be taking in. And I want to say that if you're feeling more symptomatic, 
tired, moody, if your body is going through some things, just consider that potentially what's happening is that you're trying to metabolize and alchemize a lot that is moving through you and like past toxins perhaps that your body has recently realized it can let go of. And you just want to support that process. It will probably clear on its own, but it might be kind of intense for a week or two. Um, this is also a period of time in which I want to uh, say to some Leos out there that th th this can be a kind of like another period in which meditation and self-reflection are crucial for you to not <laughs> be like acting crazy kind of. Now, I don't want to scare you. Okay. Don't be scared. Um, everybody acts crazy all the time. <laughs> we live in a world that's insane. Literally. I mean, it does not make sense. Um, and there's so much suffering in the world and there are so many reasons to feel ungrounded and reactive and volatile. And on a collective level, this period of time is certainly volatile and we are all sensitive beings and there's a lot that is coming through around the cancer new moon and so i can't encourage you enough again to meditate with your heart and your central channel every day and to ask yourself and and pray pray to yourself pray to your guidance pray to you know the gods of your understanding um for support in really moving from your integrity and your dignity and your heart and your sovereignty, right? Like let's free ourselves from the, the bonds of insecurity and manipulation. Let's not succumb to fear patterning and destructive uh, reactionary compensatory behaviors. This is a period of time in which you want to be a beacon, right? Of, of, of love and integrity for yourself and for others in the world. And when you are tuning in and checking in with your own energy, you are so much more supported than if you are not. And if you're not, it actually, in the Leo charts, suggests like this is a danger zone uh, for enacting, you know, collective content that's that's messy, right? Like being in a metabolic process and just kind of like, not checking yourself, making a mess out of things. You don't want to do that. I don't think you have to. I don't think it's actually that hard to avoid it, but it absolutely requires that you are checking in with yourself and your intention and that you're really tuning into the frequencies of your higher self and the love nature that moves through you. As we're moving towards Leo season, we're moving towards Venus's station retrograde, which happens on the first day of Leo season. So I'm going to come back next month with more about that. But I uh, am going to emphasize again that the last week of cancer season is a time for deep meditation and introspection. It's time to move slowly. It's a time to notice what is emerging in your relationships, in your relationship with yourself. And it is time to listen really, really deeply for what love is trying to teach you and what your higher self is trying to teach you about how you move towards your self-worth, self-esteem, values, material relationships, finances, and certainly relationships with other people. Okay, throughout Leo season, every season, every Monday, unless I reschedule, which I do sometimes, 
Come join me from 8 to 9.30 a.m. in the somatic space on Zoom. I offer a class that's by donation. You can drop in or you can become a member. Um, and that class is designed to help us work with the upcoming week's astrology through our energy bodies. And as we approach Leo season, we are really going to be working with a lot of the themes that I've just spoken to. And what I offer is a form of meditation, of somatic meditation and body check-in. And I'm going to be giving tools to help myself and anybody else who finds it helpful navigate through this celestial weather. So please join if you want that support. You can find more information on uh, Bridget's workshops on the somatic space. We also have a new moon workshop on uh, July 16th with Jules Eskinka that I'm really excited about. It's Embodied Astrology's first bilingual workshop. And uh, this workshop is working with the Mayan uh, goddess of fertility who's related with the moon, Ixchel. And as I've been learning a little bit more about Ixchel and Venus retrograde and some of the deeper mythologies around cancer, it feels like a really profound time to be connecting with that deity and connecting with the energies of the portals between life and death, which is part of what Ixchel brings into consciousness and certainly is part of what Venus retrograde and the sign cancer bring into consciousness. Um, Jules is going to guide us into writing love letters to our lunar placements and really working with lunar need in the chart. So this is a great time and place to learn more about your moon placement and also to do some of this work that I've been talking about around self-love and loving for the inner child. Embodied Astrology has a lot of offerings. We have uh, the somatic spaces with me. We've got monthly community conversation tea time spaces and ongoing workshops where we explore the synthesis and application of astrology with creative healing and activist modalities. Um, you can find more information on the website and I hope that you will get involved. And if you are working on your self-esteem practices and wanting to love yourself, please check out next season's offering. Over the course of Leo season, we'll have four sessions with Gabs Tosi, who is a Brazilian photographer and storyteller. Um, they are going to help us navigate and learn about the cardinal angles of our charts, the ascendant, descendant, and vertical axis. And these points are just as important as any planetary placement in your chart. They are really defining around the personality and some really core needs and modes of being. And this is an awesome time to work with self-portraiture, which every Leo needs to have in their tool belt skill set. Um, and also a great time to come learn about your chart and work through some of the layers around personality and identity that these points are going to bring up that will be completely appropriate for you to be meditating with over the Venus retrograde. All right, friend, I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond, sending you a lot of love, a big hug, a high five. You've got this retrograde. I believe in you. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. 
Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.